What is up, everybody? Joe Sib here with my co-host. Anaya Bogue. Welcome to Rad Parenting. We've got a great show for you today from an experience that happened to me this weekend. It's not even like 48 hours old, I think. I find like sometimes those are our best shows, Joe. Well, you know Thank what? Thank you're out in the world. The two, the two <laughs> best shows that we ever get mm-hmm. are when we get emails from our listeners. Yep. Which, by the way, uh, from our show, I believe last week, Separation Anxiety, mm-hmm. we got a great email from the woman that wrote to us. Yay. Do you mind if I read it? Because no, I just no, felt no. like- I want to hear it. I felt for everyone else listening to the show that it, you get to see it full circle. We did a show based on a question from uh, this uh, from a woman that was having a problem getting her daughter to school. Right. She would have a meltdown. Yep. It was hard for her Afraid to leave. Afraid to be away from her mommy. Yeah, there you yep. go. You remember the show. Yeah. Uh, so check it out. She wrote this, and I got it this morning, and I felt like I should read it before we started our show today. Anea and Joe, thank you so much. I loved the episode. I'm so glad I reached out to you guys because you brought up stuff that never even crossed my mind. So far this school year's drop-offs have been pretty good, but not great. And then in quotations, yet. She's no longer totally freaking out or causing a scene. I think she matured quite a bit over the summer. She does tell me from time to time that she just doesn't want me to leave, and I reassure that everything will be fine, and it is. After hearing the episode, I truly think that our problem may be just the anxiety of being rushed. She has a hard time getting out of bed. Who doesn't? (laughs) And is never excited about getting dressed and having breakfast, and there's very little time for playing or goofing around. Starting tomorrow, I'm going to get her up 10 minutes earlier so we can have a quick playtime and see if that helps. Thanks again for all your help. You guys are the best. That is freaking (laughs) awesome. Thank you so much, Missy. Yeah, and Missy, thank you for taking – because she could have just been like, oh, this is awesome, blah, blah, blah. But thank you. We love – I mean, I think this is what fuels us and makes us keep wanting to do this show. Is I got to tell you, it is. It is because, like I say uh, over the last couple of weeks, never anticipated that this show would have the impact that it does, which, like I always say, gives me – that gives me anxiety because I'm like, wow, people are – Listening to what I have to say about parenting, which is even funnier because I was at I was at a party, mm-hmm. you know. This it just reminded me of this. It was like a dinner party, mm-hmm. and there was all these parents there, and they were talking about parenting. They were, you know, having this, all these conversations about it, and I was just sitting on the sidelines, and Karen just kept looking at me, you know, and I'm like, what? And she was giving me a look like, jump in on this, like you, you know, come on, like because Karen always wants to, you know, let people know that we do, you and I do rad yeah. parenting. She's like, she should be she's like our manager. Trainer. She's yeah. a great, you know, <laughs> she comes up with a lot of the show ideas. Yeah. You know, she's really yeah. into it. But which you and I both try to get her on the show, and she won't. she will not do it. Remember no. the other day she's when a she walked scenes person. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, at this dinner. These people were all talking, and then Karen's like, "Look at me, like, come on, jump in, jump in, rad parenting, rad parenting." And then finally, I kind of started to talk, and then Karen said, "Well, you know, Joe, Joe hosts, uh, co-hosts a parenting podcast, and you should have seen the look on all these people's faces. <laughs> I mean, they just looked at me like, yeah, right, you know, like, <laughs> you know, poor Joe. Yeah, and I, I'm like, okay, cool. I, 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 what do you, what are you gonna do at that point?" I think I think even one of the uh, parents at the table said, you host a parenting podcast? Stop. I swear. <gasps> I swear. And then I said, well, I host it with Anea Bogue. She's super, super smart. And she, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And I was just like, okay, great. Wow. Yeah. So with all that said, 
Thank you all so much for the emails. Keep them coming, radparenting at gmail.com. That's the best way to get in touch with us and let us know what's on your mind, what you're thinking about to be on the show. Um, over the next couple of weeks, we've got some great guests coming on. Jeff Blue, comedian. Nice. Uh, he's from Denver. He's in Los Angeles. I know his publicist, and he will be on the show. I believe he has two daughters. I want to say he might have written a book, too. Nice. We'll find out more about it's that. Very he's exciting. super, super funny. He, went, he won Last Comic Standing. And uh, just a great story with him. Um, also, we have a friend of ours that teaches in Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, I, her name is Sarah. I, I, do you remember her last name? I do not. I cannot pronounce it. And you know what? Her last name is so irrelevant when you see this woman's resume. Her What she brings to the table is... Cancer survivor. So, I mean, there's so many things. When I read her resume, I was just like... Oh my gosh! Like we could do five shows just with this woman going in different yeah. directions. And so. the and the and the, the best thing about it was uh, her and I connected because she teaches in Portland. Uh, she does a, a, a history of like rock music with women. Nice. So it's everything from uh, the Riot Girl act, just everything, all of the singers, songwriters, everything. And she's amazing. And I met her from doing comedy when I was up in Portland. Very nice. So pretty excited to have her on the show. Other uh, things of business. You're getting ready to go to Guatemala. I am. Yeah. Like 10 days ago. I'm going to be gone for 10 days uh, to um, go and visit my program there, which I I, I try to do usually at least once a year. This is my second time. But the reason I'm going back a second time is because we're actually graduating 300 girls and a few boys. Wow. We have a boys program. Um, from our because they do a year long of real girl and real boy there, and so um, yeah, I'm really excited, and we're excited to be having this sort of fanfare and celebration for them. I love that. Thank you. So you'll be down there for about ten days. Ten days. Yep. Great, and we'll get a full report from you when, when I you get come back. back. Yes. I remember last year when you came back, uh, we talked about it on one of the shows, and it's it just it was it was emotional. It is what always you emotional because it's super inspiring to, I mean, A, just see that, you know, something that you put your blood, sweat, and tears into is having an impact on other humans. Um, but also it's like, it's, I think it's important for anybody who lives in a first world country to go to a developing country and, and get some perspective about what, what matters. Because I see those kids who, many of whom are literally like running around the playground with shoes that I'm not even sure how they're staying on their feet and they're joyful and it's amazing and I, it's like I need to take my own girls there it does it makes, it's making me emotional right now it's yeah. a, it's a, it's a, and it's a beautiful Guatemala's a beautiful place beautiful well, I, people I can't wait uh, for you to get back from that and I want you to have a safe trip when you're down thank there thank you okay and I yeah. promise not to bother you thank you there's no way to bother you <laughs> no it's really hard to get a hold of me there which is actually pretty good but if there's one person that could it would be me okay <laughs> one of those kids is gonna roll up on you hey someone named Joe Sib wanted me to give you this <laughs> and they'll be like we need to record on this day There we go. All right. uh, We're going to drop into today's show right now. And it starts out once again, as always, with a little bit of a story. And I wrote it down. Joseph out in the world. Well, Joseph out in the world. I I wrote it down. I always, always, um, when I come up with an idea for a potential show idea, I'll I'll write it in my phone or I'll write on a piece of paper. And this came from, I was at the skate park. Um, Nate and I were skating. And uh, if you listen to the show, you know that I still skateboard and I, I don't think a lot of our listeners trip out on that, but I just grew up since I was seven mm-hmm. and we still skate and we were at the park together and it was towards the end of the session and this dad rolled up on me and he knew that I did rad parenting. He's like, oh man, I love rad parenting. And we're, you know, we're talking. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. That's cool. And he had his son with him and he introduced his uh, son to me and you know, his son 
you know, looked up, but he was, he was a shy kid and I didn't really take anything to it. Cause you know, I understand this big man, you know, standing above you, you know, and we're all in the gear and it's at the skate park and it's loud and there's a million kids and there's just this energy. So I just was like, yeah, what's up, man? Cool. Nice to meet you. And then his dad just kind of pressed the issue, like shake Joe's hand. And I, and you know, right away, just from doing our shows, I'm like, oh, that's cool, bud. You know, fist pump. Like, you know, I'm kind yeah. of just saying like, all right, you know, you, we don't need to shake hands, mm -hmm. you know? Nice. Um, and you know, you don't have to command. I don't, you don't, you have to, you know, I don't, you don't owe me respect because I just literally met you, dude. So like we've talked on the show, you got, I got to earn that. Mm -hmm. But then the dad, you know, old school dude, yeah, which might've been me pre rad parenting era really pushed the thing. Hey, shake Joe's hand. You know, all right. I'm like, dude, do the fist pump. And then it turns into in front of his son right there. He goes, oh man, I don't know what's up with him. He's super shy. Mm. I mean, God. And then I could just see the look on the kid's face like, all right, great. Now I'm, now I'm, you know, now you're bringing that into the mix. And as he did it, um, it just in my head was like, I understand, I think when someone's shy, mm -hmm. but I also, how as a parent, I could see, and I, and I don't want to, I, I just got to be honest, like I could see the dad side of it. Yeah. Like I'm still, even though I've been doing rad parenting for the last two years, mm -hmm. I could, there, my foot, like I straddled the line, Anaya. Like yeah. I could see where he was annoyed. My son won't shake this guy's hand. Right. You know, I introduced him, won't even look him in the eye. Yep. What's up with that? Yeah. And then I also could see like, well, you know, I don't understand what being shy is about, but I have a lot of parents that say their kids are shy. Even I, you know, I've, I've at my house heard people say like, Oh, sorry. He's just shy. He's mm -hmm. a shy kid. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you, I don't understand what being shy is all about for the parents listening to the show right now. This one's for you. If you've said the same thing, people have said, Hey, my kid's shy. He's this, he's that. She's this, she's that. Mm -hmm. Let's throw her on the table. Explain being shy. Being shy. Okay. <laughs> so, so I think this is a really great topic because I think a lot of parents and, and even like, I appreciate you saying like you could feel where the father was coming from because I think we all want to feel like our kids can, can be out in the world and can interact in a way that, that, um, allows them to, to share who they are in the way that we, we get to see them, you know, at home when they're themselves and they feel like they're in safe space. So, so hundred percent, I think that that's a normal feeling as a parent. Um, one of the things that's really important, and I think this is, you know, how I'd like to set this, this up is to, first of all, make a distinction between shyness and introversion. And it's really important to make, like to know that distinction as a parent so that it, because the way that you support a child who is shy versus supporting a child who is introverted are, are quite different. There's some overlap, but they're quite different and we want to get it right if we want to support our kids, which I'm assuming everybody listening to this is doing so because that's what we want to be able to do. So I hope they're not I hope they're not listening to it because they they don't want to support their kids. Right. I mean, if anyone's yeah. You know, I always say you're in traffic right now. You're listening to an A and I. You're you know going for a run. We salute you because you're putting the effort in, the effort which in, is yeah. amazing and multitasking, which I love. <laughs> so okay, so so uh, just sort of the the basics. Shyness is really an anxiety or fear about having 
social interactions or being in a social setting. And the anxiety and fear usually comes from, um, I don't feel confident to be myself. I'm afraid of there being negative um, feedback, you know, or ridicule or shame because I don't get it right. Uh, whatever. I'm going to say something and that person's going to think I'm dumb. Uh, and so I'm just not going to say anything. That is shyness. Introversion is actually, um, so we, we talked, so let's just be clear here. So we talked about extroversion and introversion. Extroversion is, is more common than introversion. Um, extroversion being, um, I, I am fed by social interaction, right? Joseph Aneabo, definitely. <laughs> um, introversion is I am more fed by my inner world and, um, I don't need the charge of, uh, of all this social interaction. And in fact, I often find it overwhelming and, and not like, but not in that way of being shy. It's not like uh, necessarily anxiety causing. It's just that doesn't feed me. I'm much more fed by having really super personal interactions with say one or two people than standing, holding court amidst 10 people, right? So the extrovert is fed by the standing holding court by the 10 people, just to really make this super simple. And the introvert is like, I'm happy if I'm either by myself or I'm with another person. It's not fear of doing the opposite. It's just like, that doesn't feel good to me. Yeah. Um, and so with a shot, so let's start with the shyness, right? So shyness can, uh, because it, it is really coming from a place of fear, sometimes a lack of confidence, sometimes a lack of opportunity and experience with having social interactions. Um, and that's where like immediately we can, as parents, the, the number one tip I'm going to give is create opportunities for your child to build those internal muscles for social interaction. And one of the mistakes you know, that we often make is e either as parents, we do all the talking and decision-making for our kids, or if our child is the youngest of one or two or three kids, and so they've got older siblings who are speaking for them, um, you know, it's very common to find that a younger child speaks later than an older than the, the firstborn did because the older the younger child can just rely on the older the older. Wow, sibling that's to do the so talking. interesting. Right now, as you're saying that, I'm thinking of a few uh, families that I know of that I've that I've seen that. Yes. Because they can just kind of look and give eye contact to the older siblings to communicate what they're looking for or exactly. what they're asking for. Wow. I, I know for a of that. fact I did it with my baby brother, like 22 months younger. And I would always just be like translating or just telling my mom what he wanted, you know, like, and so he didn't, he didn't have to speak any sooner. So if we, if we approach it from that mindset, then what I'm going to suggest is that if you, if you look at shyness, think about shyness as as um, as being the result of underdeveloped um, internal muscles for social interaction. Keep going. And, I had a walk over here. And, okay, so, yeah, Joseph, pausing. You're throwing Sorry. me off my game. No, now. I know. Sorry about that. I had it. I was looking while we were recording, and I was like, man, I hope we're getting all this Yeah, right no now. kidding. So, okay, so, so, so let's make that distinction. So if we think about shyness as is, is underdeveloped internal muscles and confidence about the ability to use those internal muscles for social interaction, then our main job as parents is to create opportunities to develop those muscles, to create a safe space for them to practice and not get it right every time and to be constantly encouraging. And it can be through little things like when you go out to dinner, saying, you know, after the family talks about, you know, what, what your child wants to order, you know, hopefully the kid is saying, here's what I want. I want the, 
you know, I want the fish tacos. Yeah. Um, okay, so when the server comes up to take our order, um, I want you to, to tell the server what you want because, you know, you're, you're a big kid. I know you can do this. You've got this. And we're right here with you. And, and every time that that child has the opportunity to use their voice in a somewhat charged social setting and they see their success, those internal muscles will grow and their confidence around using those social muscles will grow. Okay. I want to interrupt you really quick right there because uh, I want to hear from our sponsor really quick. But um, when we come back, I want to go over more. More uh, ideas and tools that we can give our kids uh, that are experiencing maybe this uh, shyness mm -hmm. factor. Also, when do you start noticing something like that and begin using those tools? Okay. All right. We're talking about being shy. The difference between uh, being shy and what's the big word you used? Introversion. All right. Thank you so <laughs> much for saying that. Uh, this is Rad Parenting. Here's a word from our sponsor. Joseph and Nea Bogue back with Rad Parenting. We're talking about being shy and a new word that I love to say, introversion. Introversion, yep. Introversion. Yeah, perfect. Hey, I got to just throw this out there really quick. Mm -hmm. For me, when, you, when, I, when I think of people that were like introverted, I always think of like Joey Ramone from the Ramones. Like he was a very like solo dude. But then how do you explain him being on stage in – you know, changing rock and roll and, and, and being that like, you know, he, he's the, you know, and, and let's use other entertainers. I'm sure oh, that there's, the, there's there a list of so them. many, like really well-known. How, how does that work? You love, you love being on stage and creating art and doing all of that. Yeah. But yet after the show, you just want to be alone. That's right. That's how, the balance. Wow. So that's so the, and it's because, so, Okay, so we, are we going to go on to, into introversion now, or do you? Well, no, no. Okay, up? we'll come. We'll come back. Because that's a great point, and okay. I want. I'm so glad you brought that up All because right. a lot of people they don't understand introversion for okay. that very reason. Because I listen and read the emails that people send here. Yes, I'm going to listen to them and say, Joe, stay on track. Because <laughs> this one guy emailed us and he's like, I love the show, but sometimes <laughs> Joe Sib, I don't know what he's where he's going with it. <laughs> And I deleted that email. No, I just <laughs> now I hit him back and I said, "No I, response for you." Now you know what I said to him. I go sometimes. I sometimes I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> okay, so let's stay on track. Okay. When I went to the break, I said we would come back with some tools that we can teach our kids to work yes. on the shyness. And also, I threw in the question to you: When do you start possibly? using these tools with your son or daughter. Okay. Did you like that tone I that used? That was brilliant. Wow, this is NPR. NPR. Morning becomes eclectic. Chill. So chill. <laughs> okay. I listen to NPR sometimes just mm -hmm. to feel smart. Or just, yeah, I listen to NPR. No, I mean, like, I listen to NPR, and, like, a lot of times, like, when, like, I park my car, I, like, just leave it on, the volume on, so people are like, damn, dude. He, he must be super smart. He's listening to NPR. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm so bad. Okay, okay. go. Go. So, uh, so there's a couple questions in there. First of all, um, I, I, as with most things, maybe even all things in parenting, I generally think the sooner the better. And as soon as you see signs of like, oh, I, I can, I can sense that you know, uh, Billy is freaking out when I, I'm, I, I see him, you know, and that could even to, with the separation anxiety, the, the shyness could be a factor in yeah. separation anxiety. I feel safe when I'm with mommy and daddy, and I can talk and I can ask for what I want for, what I want. But when I am in a group of people that are less familiar to me, I immediately feel like anxious because I don't know how to ask for what I want for. 
or what I want without feeling like I'm going to be ridiculed or I'm going to sound stupid or so there's a confidence factor in there too. And, and it so, really sounds like when you're just saying this, it's like it's it's no different than any other skill that we need to teach our children. Yes, yes. So if if it is about shyness and not introversion and uh and when i get to introversion we'll talk you'll probably see some of the some of the key differences so if it's clearly like this child is not being social because he or she feels afraid of social interaction and feels uh, unsure of, of, of themselves in those to, to speak up, to use their voice, to ask for what they want, blah, 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 then um, the number one thing is to create safe opportunities where you can encourage them and guide them to build those internal muscles, to have the actual experience of, okay, I was really afraid that if I said something, that something bad was going to happen, but I just said something and it was okay. Not only was it okay, people responded in a way that I liked. Like I felt like they liked me or they thought I was funny or they thought I was smart or, or whatever. Um, and at school, I think the older that they get, the more that anxiety can, can increase uh, if we don't sort of really address it early on and help to build their confidence in their voice and so on. Um, another thing that, that we can do is, um, is modeling like really creating like, you know, did you, doing it on our own, it doesn't have to be constant commentary, but if you, like what that, just use the example that you had, that father going up to you and saying, oh, hey, you know, I think I know you, I listened to your podcast, you know, you're Joe Sib or whatever. Um, even if the, the son was totally shy in that moment, there wasn't, there was some benefit in his in the child seeing his father interact and see that everything was fine. Yeah. The only thing that kind of made me get a little squirrely on it was when he put his son on the spot, mm -hmm. shake the hand, come on. And then said in front of his son, oh gosh, you know, like yes. he's shy. Which I don't is, know what's going on with that. Okay. And, so and that was the part that I was like, you know, and like I said, I can, rem you know, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Back before you know doing this with you, I might have been more on that and not really realizing what my words are, uh, how they're how they're feeling to uh, yeah. my son, saying, "Oh okay. gosh, I don't know what's wrong with him." So, a couple things. <laughs> First of all, please check in with yourself as a parent, and like, is the rub about your kid being shy? Oh my gosh, this kid is so great. I just wish that he or she would let themselves be seen out in the world so that other and that's a, that's something you can actually say. That I would recommend that there, there's another tip and a way that you can encourage them to be more more outgoing is being like, "I think you are so amazing and what we get to see at home of you. I just want other people to be able to share in that. Like you're just you're smart, you're funny, you're blah blah blah." So that so that's one thing. The other motivator and these things can happen simultaneous is the ego factor, right? And so that's the thing which we've said from like our very first show, the ego, the minute you become aware of it, you know, tune into it, be like, oh, I know what that is. And, and you, a parent standing there saying, oh yeah, he's so shy or she's so shy in this annoyed, you know, energy or tone or whatever is only going to exacerbate what that child is already feeling. Because the, remember that shyness is coming from a certain anxiety about being in social situations because they feel like they can't do it well. And a parent standing there publicly declaring that that way of being is just you know, a nightmare to them or is annoying to them is only going to make that child clam up even more. The deeper that you, the more that you, and deeper that we go into just the whole idea of being shy, what I'm just realizing right now, it is no different 
than any other skill that you try to teach your kid. And for this analogy, it would be the the dad saying, oh, he's not a good skateboarder. I don't know what's up with that. And yep. you're like, well, that's why we're here at the skateboard that's park. That's right. So yes. use that. You know, He has yep. no problem bringing his son yep. to the skateboard park to practice and get better. Hey, this is what you need to do. Create opportunities for your son or daughter uh, that's experiencing this feeling of being shy yep. so that they can get better at using the tools that they need to to overcome this fear, yep. which I've never even thought about it. I mean, gosh, I've looked back at kids that were shy and people that I've known that shy almost as like, are they kind of being a jerk right now? Right, yes. So for people- that <laughs> You know, and I so, feel and, so bad saying that now, yeah. but I know I have felt that way. Like, why is this guy being a jerk? And yes. now the way that you've outlined it, I know for me, and I hope for the parents that may be experiencing this with their own children or for the friends that come to the house and why does this guy so shy, you know? Yeah. Is he being a creep? No. Yep. Imagine that you get anxiety and fear, no different than for some people it's flying on a plane. That's like right. you, How many people do you know that when you, they, they freak out on flying? And for you and I... And I would be yeah. I would be crushed if I had that feeling. Mm-hmm. So I always have sympathy for them when there's a guy sitting next to me and I go, why does this guy want to talk to me so much yes. right now? Oh, I get it. He's I'm his in, I'm his in-flight friend right now. Yes. When we land, we are never going to talk again. But right now, he wants to show me pictures of his kids. He wants to talk about what he loved in music, where he went to college. Anything to keep his mind off the anything, fact that he's terrified yeah, of flying. <laughs> anything to keep his mind off that we're 25,000 feet right. in the air in a tin can. That's All right. right. Drinks on me too. Here we go. (laughs) So that is a beautiful segue to another tip for parents is to express empathy, not annoyance. Okay. To say, wow, I can see that that was really hard for you. And, and, and I, and I know what it's like to feel fearful in certain situations. And, and, you know, I want to help you with that as opposed to, you know, what's wrong with you? Like, you know, you, you know how to use your voice. Why aren't you speaking up? That's all bad. Okay. So modeling reinforcing when they do it right, creating opportunities and doubly reinforcing when they get it right in those opportunities that you've, so that they start to see themselves as capable of functioning in a social setting, using their voice and, and not always, there's no, you can't say nobody's ever going to be mean when you say something because we have no control over that. But as they have enough foundation with positive experiences, even if they're primarily coming from their family and the people that love them where they're, they, they see, oh wow, I can do that. I can can skateboard. I can lift that weight. I can I can open my mouth and engage in social interaction and not be annihilated by a, a, either a positive or yeah, a negative outcome, yeah. right? Hey, and you said something a few minutes ago. I just got a backpedal on it really quick. Not backpedal, just step back to it. Uh, your your ego, not your amigo. And you yes. know who I can tell you right now, two dudes that don't ever hang out together, ego and empathy. Yes. They are never cruising around together. Never, man. And I just realized that when you said that empathy uh, in these situations as a parent can only exist if you check your ego. Yes. Because that dad, and and I don't want to, gosh, I hope he's not listening right now. But if he is, what up, bro? Um, I just hope, you know, because he wasn't like being mean, but I could tell maybe his ego was being, he was wrestling with his ego a little bit in this particular situation. All right. So now introversion. Yeah, I was going to say shift gears to introversion. So Joe Ramone thing. Yes. Artist. And I mean, let me me just, 
Look, let me listen to list some others. Uh, Warren Buffett, like one of the richest men in the world. Bill Gates, J.K. Rowling. Um, I've heard Christina Aguilera thrown out as a name. Uh, Mother Teresa. Like these are people that have done great things in the world and identify as as introverts. So many comedians that I know are Absolutely. so introverted. Yes. And I've even hit, I've recently I heard a comedian say. Uh, hey, this is the first time I've talked to anybody today. And he was on stage. Yeah. He goes, that's not right. Like that's his, and he's fine with it. And he's making he's, fun of it, he's, yes. He's by himself all day long and he loves it. And the first time he says anything to anybody is in front of 500 people. That's right. Okay, so just, so for, for so first of all, just to give you numbers, like somewhere between the estimate is 30 to 50% of our population is introverted. So like less than, thus than there are extroverts. And that's part of the challenge, right? Is when, when the majority of people are extroverts, that sort of sets the bar or the expectation for how people move through the world. So for all of you extroverts, out there, if you can imagine that feeling of, wow, I I need to like get out of the house and talk to somebody. Like I need to go to the grocery store, or I need to like pick up the phone and talk to you know my my parents or my friends or whatever. I got to have communication with someone. That's right, because. I'm feeling like I'm getting a little loopy and I'm, I, I feel fed by that hit of the interaction with other people. For an introvert, that same, like what they need, what they are fed by is alone time me time. So it's not a like, oh, I have to, re you know, I have to, I'm, I'm scared of the world. It's not that at all. It is uh, my soul is fed. I feel most comfortable and most myself when I can either be just with myself or with one or two people. And I can certainly stretch and I can be in big social settings, Joey Ramone, Greg's, yeah. I mean, yeah. thousands and thousands of people in the audience. Um, but then what that what that person will need, so again, to be clear, an introvert does, is not somebody who never goes out into the world. It's that what feeds their soul, what feeds their sense of comfort is to have more alone time. And when an introvert has to be out in, in social settings for an extended period of time, um, it doesn't mean they're going to freak out. It means that they need to then balance that with alone time to, to sort of like replenish yeah. their, their, their it's, stores. It's no different than the two recharges, the two recharging that we're talking about. <clears throat> talking about an extrovert that needs to recharge by being around people and, right. gets, and gets their balance there. And you're talking about the introvert that needs to have their alone time to get their balance there. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. So there is nothing wrong with it. And in fact, it's so critical that parents recognize if when their child is an introvert and, and, you know, I'm going to give you, a, you know, a few bits here, but you know, you can go online and just search like, what are the qualities of, of an introvert? And if you identify your kid as an introvert, there are just such important things you can do as a parent. So before you go into that, so there really is a difference to be, be, between being shy yes. and being introverted. What you're saying, just so I know, mm -hmm. shy, tools can be given, things can be practiced to overcome that. Overcome. So shy, anxiety, or fear yeah. of being in a social setting. Mm -hmm. Introversion. Um, That's pre preference to be alone, but not fear of being out with a lot of people, just not fed by being out Got with a lot it. of people. Okay. Got it. So very different, Got very it. different things. And you so the kid that's introverted, signs. the kid that's introverted might've been like, what's up, Joe? With the skateboard dad? Yep. Yo, what's up, Joseph? Nice to meet you. That's cool. I'm like, yeah, what's up, man? Do you want to skate more now? Now I'm going to go and sit in the car. Yeah. I, I got a book. I, I'm, I'm going to go. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Exactly. God. Yay. 
You got it. You got, got it. it. That's okay, exactly cool. it. Whereas the shy kid is like, oh my God, I, I just don't want to be around this. I, I can't believe yeah. my dad is making me shake his hand. I just, I, I just don't want to do this right now. What's yeah. going to happen? Blah, blah, blah. Wow. Okay. Never even thought of that yeah. or knew that. I am going to be a great grandpa. Yay. I'm going to crush it I when I have grandkids. No, I'm a, I'm a um, okay. So, um, so in terms of what we can do, so if you've identified in hearing this podcast or you've already kind of been suspecting it because you had a sense of introversion versus, so here's what you can do for the introverted child to support them. First and foremost, acknowledge that it's a beautiful thing. Like it's, it's no different than if you've got one kid that is really musically inclined and another kid that's really athletically inclined, you're not saying, oh my God, it's so great that you're an athlete. You know, it's so great. Your brother's an athlete. Too bad. You're just, you know, a really talented musician. They both have their values and it's really important because of our society being predominantly extroverted, that your introverted child gets positive reinforcement that they're seen, that they, that they're heard and that their way of being in the world is valued and supported. The most obvious part of that being that you are encouraging and supporting that child's need for time alone to recharge, to, you know, and, and it also means another, another um, sign of an introverted child is, is a kid who tends to be more in observer mode than in active socializing mode, right? So if, if you, um, you're at a school event or you're at a birthday party or a family fu family function and you see your kid kind of just off on the sidelines, maybe with one other person, maybe by themselves, and they're just sort of taking it in. Unless they're like coming to you shaking like, I, I really, I really want to go play with the other kids, but I, I don't know what to say, you know, or you go up to your kid and be like, why are you sitting over here by your own? And the, and the, the introvert would be like, oh, I'm just... I'm just chilling. Like, I really like it over here. Yeah. I'm just watching what everybody's doing. Whereas yeah. the shy kid is going to be like, well, I really want to go play, but I don't know what to say. Yeah. Okay. So just to further reinforce the difference. I'm that sure totally people are getting- That totally makes sense. Okay. So acknowledging that, that there are, introversion is not abnormal and that it's a beautiful, powerful thing. And that the sooner that that child recognizes that there's a name and it's a, it's a, it's a quality that, that he or she needs to honor and, and feed in an appropriate way, the better you will set them up to, to function, to be a high functioning human being, which is again, part of our goal. Um, we want to, uh, be aware that when we do go into social settings, that they're probably going to want to sit and observe and take things in before they dive in, if they dive in. And there should be no shaming of, well, all the other kids were playing. Why were you sitting on the sidelines? Again, checking your ego. Wow. Does it look like I'm a bad parent or I've got this screwed up kid that, you know, he or she is on the sideline Gosh. while the other kids are playing. Right? So many times I've thought that. Yep. Um, uh, definitely remind the child, and this is part of like giving permission and supporting the need for alone time, that if you've just been out as a family or you've been at a big family event that, you know, you say to the kid, like, you know, we're probably going to watch a movie, but if you want to go like have some time to read in your room or whatever, we, we totally get it. Or if the kid initiates and says, yeah, you guys watch the movie. I'm going to go in my room and read my book that there's no like, oh, come on, you know, we're having a family day. Why can't you be with us? The kid has just been oh, man. in a really uncomfortable for him. Yeah. Yeah. her situation for a number of hours and it's literally like an energy drain and yeah. they need to go and Gosh, plug themselves yeah. in. Yeah. Every everything you're saying right there, uh when I when I just think about my own kids, mm -hmm. I, I don't think they're either one of it, but there's been moments where they've needed those breaks. Yep. And I may have been like, come not, on downstairs. So yeah. Got it. <laughs> um, I just love how you've shed light on being an introvert isn't a bad thing. 
And yeah. that there's a real difference between being an introvert and being shy. I mean, that's what I take away there from is. this whole episode there's right a, now. I did a, not know that. I thought it was the same thing. Always shy, he's introverted. I don't know, loves to be by himself. Right. Later. And, and don't call an introvert, don't tell, say that an introverted child is shy. Don't say, oh, come on, you're just being shy. No, they're not. They're just taking care of themselves. They're moving through the world in a way that feeds their soul, that makes sense to them, that allows them to take in information and process it. Um, and it just happens to be in a different way, but it's no less potent or healthy than the way an extroverted child child would move through the world. I think if I could do it over again, I want to be introverted. I, that not another lifetime, Joe. Yeah. Cause that's when I not come you. back, I'm going to be, I want to be <laughs> You're introverted. Be an introvert <laughs> so there's no way that we can turn into an introvert now. Um, has that ship sailed? I, I, I think so. I think it's just not because, because a lot of introversion is genetically predetermined, like, or not, really? not, not, let me, let me rephrase that. Not genetically. It is a biological, there is different uh, okay. brain wiring in an introvert and an extrovert. Okay. So it's not something that is like socially, uh, socially determined is really what I'm trying to say. And so it's important to recognize that and know that in fact, for, to encourage them to be pushing against their biological programming, the way that their brain naturally wants to work and how it functions at its highest, to push back against that is to actually compromise your child's potential instead of encouraging and giving them a strong foundation to reach their highest potential. Hey, and not to, you know, this could be a whole other episode is that if you push too hard on the introvert, like, oh, come on, you got to be this, you got to be that. That's where I think like, all right, I started drinking three beers and then I wasn't so introverted anymore. You know, I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I'm, ma I'm making a joke about that, yeah. but I mean, that could, if you push someone hard enough, they're going to be like, well, everyone says I need to be this. That's what, right. What makes me feel more like that? Because I shouldn't be, you know, who I am as Joe, an introvert. Wow. that is so important. And I have personally known introverts who did not, they did not know, they, they didn't identify as that. Nobody was telling them like, look, you're not shy and there's nothing wrong with you. This is, this is who you are. They're introverts, they're extroverts. Um, and, uh, and, and celebrate that and, and, and be you as opposed to a, a person in this happens thinking there's something wrong with them and then having to use substances as an example to pull them out of that to be like everybody else. So now there's a double whammy. Like not only is it just detrimental that they're not honoring who they are and, and working in line with that or in sync with that, but now they're also introducing harmful substances to their body to try to be something they're not. Uh -uh. We don't want to set our kids up for that. Wow, Anaya, thank you so much. My pleasure. Really learned a lot on this episode. Once again, my takeaway uh, with being shy, totally different than being introverted. Did not know that. Learned that for the first time right now. Loved how you uh, basically brought up again, checking our ego at the door, being empathetic for both situations. Hey, letting our kids find the tools and helping them get into situations for the children that are shy to learn those tools so they can overcome that anxiety. That would be a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine if you were you know, growing up at the skate park, going to school every day and you had anxiety of being around people yes. because you felt like if you said what you said, you know, the words that come out of your mouth would be stupid. I mean, yeah. I've gone through life saying stupid things my whole entire <laughs> life. I feel great about myself. <laughs> So that would just be a nightmare. I've oh made money. God. I make money saying stupid things through my, I'll be doing it tonight at Brea Improv, eight o'clock. Uh, and I learned so much about introverts. I didn't, I, I'm going to celebrate the introverts, introverts in my life. I think I'm married to an introvert because I find her a lot of time. I Karen, and I mean, I, you know, all kidding aside, I know that Karen is that person. Uh, and opposites attract, but she, she'll, you know, she's very good, and I've been good 
with being together with her for 20 years to know when she says, hey, I need some time. Mm-hmm. And she goes upstairs. She wants to read. She wants to chill. She doesn't need the energy of me and, and you know the rest of us in her life at that moment. Comes down. <laughs> she's recharged. Yeah. And, and we continue on. Whereas in the past, I would be lying to you if I didn't know that when we first started dating. Like, what's wrong? Why are yes. you up here? Yes. What's going on? You don't want to hang out? Come on. We got exactly. everyone downstairs. Oh, my gosh. Can we just throw that into never take it personally as yeah. a parent? The shyness or the introversion, not to be taken personally. Oh, man. Your child is a separate being. Yeah. Encourage God. them, help them, support them to be the best they can be. I love that. All right. Great show. Thank you guys. Uh, first of all, thank everyone for uh, listening to the show. I know we say that each and every week, but we mean it so much. Uh, it has been a blast. We're coming up on our 100th episode. I believe this is 88. So wow. it's crazy to think that we're that close to it. Uh, keep the emails coming in. Radparenting at gmail.com. Continue the texts. Text the word parenting to 313131. And anything that's on your mind regards the show, never hesitate to email us and let us know. Radparenting at gmail.com. My name is Joe Sip. And Anaya Boke. We're out of here. Late. Late.